As someone who is so excited to garden this spring, yet really wants top quality soil, I'm really excited to introduce you to Coast of Maine, which is an esteemed brand renowned for its organic soil offerings. And if you're seeking to infuse your home environment with a nourishing essence that promotes flourishing plant life, you're going to want to listen to this because with over 28 years of expertise, Coast of Maine has meticulously crafted soils sourced from oceanic waters and farms certified for organic cultivation. It's so nice to find such a sustainable sustainable, eco-friendly brand who really emphasizes the importance of natural ingredients to enrich their soil. And I mean, they have, like I said, top quality with rigorous quality control and OMRI listed certification. Their diverse range of products caters to all gardening needs. Most of our soils may lack appropriate nutrients for success for our plants and our plants need this. We want to regenerate the healthy microbes in our soils to set up for gardening success and just for our plants to thrive. So if we add Coast of Maine products, this will indeed help. Whether you're planting trees or shrubs or perennials in your yard, adding Coast of Maine soil in your planting holes leads to a long, slow feeding of your plants, making them self-sufficient and vibrant, which we love. Let's say you want a vegetable garden. Not only will you receive abundant harvest, but there will be less feeding and maintenance throughout the season. Amazing. You know that everything grown in Coast of Maine soil is organic and safe for your family and friends right out of the garden. And then you get to also feel good about their sourcing as I'm so thankful they provide natural ingredients because they will never include household waste or biosolids. And we know that nothing nurtures the world above better than the soil below cultivated from products and practices rooted in coast of Maine. And so they will continually perfect the art and science of sourcing, mixing, and composting products worthy of the people and the place that inspired their brand and the healthier world it was built to serve. Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. We love supporting local and the products are carried by local retail partners who can provide advice and insight not found in big box stores. So Coast of Maine knows from beginner to expert. Anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community of gardeners everywhere. And their products make organic gardening simple and approachable so we can all garden. So let's get to growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you. That's Coast of Maine, like the state with an E, coastofmaine.com. Your, your love story, what is, I want to hear the defining moment when you realized you found your person, your whole love story, where it all began, well, where it began in this lifetime, at least, because I'm pretty sure <laughs> you guys have been lovers in the past or something, but um, I'm all ears. I want to hear it. This is quite the story. It's a, I feel like it's a long story. It could take a while. That's fine. I think that that's just why you guys are run together, you know? It's so um, different. So... It kind of started, um, I actually knew Emery's family before I knew her um, because we were, we were at our shows and on, on tour, we were raising money for our ashram in India because our Guruji in India, he takes care of orphan children. 
you know. So we would we would just very like humbly like raise money at our shows or whatever and send the money over to him so he could take care of the kids, you know, because he's a monk. He doesn't have any job or anything like this. So the only income he receives is from donations, you know. So I met Emery's mom um, at a show and they were very passionate about supporting the kids as well. So I actually uh, stayed in contact with her because she was, you know, sending needed information on where to send checks or money. And we kind of, you know, had that relationship, I guess, through email and stuff like this. And then one year I was in India and or while we were in the States or something at a show, you know, she was like, oh, you know, my daughter, she's traveling, you know, all around. It'd be really cool one time if she could come to the ashram, you know. And I thought, yeah, of course she can come to the ashram. But I never in a million years thought that she would actually come to the ashram just because it's not really on like the tourist path in India. It's kind of hard to get to. And India is huge, you know, so. Yeah. So I didn't, I d- didn't really take her seriously. I just was being polite, you know. <laughs> let so, alone not only her not go to the ashram, but let alone be your soulmate. You know. I know exactly. It gets better. So um, I get more. I get stupider as the story goes on. I love so, it. So then um, we, I was in India, and her mom wrote and said, "Oh, my daughter is is." In India, she's going to be in India. You know, can can I give her can I give her your email and and sh- to see if she could come to the ashram? Am I right so far? Yeah, uh, pretty of. much. Okay. So I said, I said yes, of course. You know, whatever, like this. So um, Emery writes me, and number one, I didn't think that she would actually write me. You know, so I get the email and. And it's, you know, hey, I'm, you know, so-and-so's daughter and, um, you know, very sweet email. I'd, I'd love to come to the ashram and all this stuff and um, let me know, you know, if it's possible, pretty much. And I was like a little nervous just because nobody has ever come to the ashram, like outside, you know, oh. through, through um, the music or whatever. And oh, the ashram's like a really like, Number one, it's a really raw place. Like it's it's very rough to stay and 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 be and whatever. Um, it's not very com- physically comfortable, you know. No. And yeah. number two, I also like India was like my kind of my place to like disappear, you know. Like just I didn't want to deal with anybody or anything, you know. So when I got the email, I I didn't. I was like, oh man, like. I don't know who this person is, you know, what happens if she comes and it's, it's not cool and like blah, blah, blah. And so I was really in my head, you know, so being a stupid boy that I am, I didn't reply to the email. I just left it. (laughs) I don't know. So, so I just ignored it. And, and then a couple weeks later, um, Emery emailed me again. Yeah. And she said, Hey, I, you know, I don't know if you got my first email, you know, but oh. I'm, she's, she kind of said the same thing, but she said, I'm in 
um, I don't know where the ashram is, but I'm in Benares. Yeah, I Varna. was actually in India at the time. The first time I wrote you, I wasn't even in India. But you yet. weren't in I was Benares in yet, right? Oh, you weren't even in India. No, yet. and oh, then okay. I wrote you months later. When yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah. So then she wrote and she said, I'm in Benares. Yes, yeah. Right, in Varanasi, which is only three-hour, two-hour bus ride. From the ashram. From the ashram. So I thought, oh, this is this is kind of... You know, this is coincidental, you know, because India is so big yeah. and she's so close. So I, I asked, I said, well, if Guruji says it's okay, then mm-hmm. it must be okay. You know, so I went to Guruji and I said, hey, Guruji, um, this this girl um, and her family have been very generous to the ashram and she's in India. Is it is it possible she can come and visit? Right. And he said, absolutely. Of course, she can come. You know, wow. so I thought, okay, so I thought it's all good, you know. So I wrote her and said, yeah, you can come. And I said, uh, I said that, was it Guruji's birth or Bodo Guruji's birthday or was it? I think it, it was Makar Sakranti. Yeah. Oh, I think it, yeah, sorry. It was, it was Makar Sakranti, which is a, a holy day at that time. And um, because it's our Guru's Guru's birthday. So they have a big celebration in the ashram. So lots of people come and they feed like hundreds and thousands of people. And I thought, if you're going to come, I just want to warn you, like, it's going to be kind of crazy, you know, because there's going to be lots of people like this, whatever. Mm -hmm. So long story short, she comes to the ashram and it was completely natural. You know, all of my like uh, reservations, I guess, or nervousness, it was there was no, nothing, you know, she slipped in so easily. Um, Guruji really took to her immediately, which he doesn't do with everybody. You know, he's immediately calling her his daughter and wow. all this stuff. And I was like, whoa, like she really like slipped in. Like the kids spoke Nepali. The kids, too. a lot of the kids spoke Nepali too, because they're from Assam. And so she was speaking Nepali with all the kids and, I was just like, oh, this is good. But there wasn't really any type, like, romantic, I think, thoughts. Because India, you know, you're in India. and You're just surviving. You're just surviving, <laughs> yeah. And, and I was just trying to be a good host, you know, and make sure that she was okay. So she stayed for a couple days. And then she left. And she went back to Benares. And I didn't hear from her after that. So I was a little worried. I was worried, like, hey, I, I hope she got back okay. Like, you know, I hope she liked it, you know. Like, I'm kind of like this, you know. Don't lie. She was just also on your mind a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much it was on my mind. And then uh, and then, either Phil, one of our friends, or your mom wrote me. I think Phil. I think said. Phil wrote me. Yeah. Phil wrote me, a friend of ours, mutual friend. And he said, hey, I hope India's going good. I was still there. And he said, did you hear what happened to Emery? And I was like, what? Like, oh, my God, what happened? Did your heart and he, Yeah, it really did. And he said, she got very, very sick after she left your ashram. And she had to be medevaced, like evacuated out of India. Yeah, she almost died. I'll let her tell that part, but I, I, I was freaking out because I thought, oh my God, she got sick at our ashram and it's my responsibility and 
I feel horrible and guilty and all this stuff. So, but it was kind of, a, for me, it was a blessing in disguise because I, I, I kept in close contact with her mom, you know, checking in on her. Is she okay? I'm, you know, how did she get sick and blah, 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 blah. And I'll let you kind of take it from there, from that part. Yeah, it was crazy. I, I always laugh that like in a 72 hour period, I like met the man who would become my husband. And I also met like the teacher who would become my guru. And I almost died all in like 72 hours, which is just crazy. I think, I think that like when you meet your person, it's like, you know, wires crossing and there's like a, a spark or something that happens. And yeah, I, I think I call it like the fire of like, transformation or the fire of experience because it's like when those two souls meet there's like so much energy that's also like a purification I think and like when I met Trevor like I met my teacher I met my husband and then all of a sudden I was stripped to almost nothing and faced an experience of being really close to death and it was just this massive you know, turning point, I think, in my life. And I call it like the karmic, like explosion, really. Um, oh, it is. Which was crazy. Yeah. So I was really, I was not well after, for a while after that. But um, Trev and I kept in contact. And um, I, I guess we just like, he Facebook stalked me. Yeah, I definitely yeah, Facebook stalked he, me. He did. I yeah. got back. I got. I yeah. got back. I got back, and I was thinking about her because you know she was sick, and then I started checking her Facebook, and I was like, "Oh man, this girl's really cool." You know, <laughs> shit. You know, <laughs> and um, I remember. Um, well, it was interesting because I was also not well. Yeah, you were right? not well. So yeah. I was going to India like for like seven, eight years every year. And I was not well. And um, I was playing a, actually, yeah, this is when it really started coming together. When you confessed your love to me. No, no, to your mom. (laughs) Oh, yeah. To your mom, yeah. Yeah. So her parents threw a benefit concert after India. They threw a benefit concert at um, their home in Vermont uh, to raise money for the hurricane. Uh, I forget which hurricane that was. I but, what that was um, and I remember, and we played the concert. And I remember when, before we went, I was like, I was really nervous for some reason. And my tummy was like all messed up. And I was like, what is wrong with me? Like, why am I so nervous? And like, mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. And then I thought, man, something must be like going on here if I'm like this nervous or whatever. Oh. And then I remember we, we went to their the their home and we stayed for a few days. And I was just like, oh, man, this girl is like so beautiful. And um, I just at that point, I knew like I was like, this isn't. Because I hadn't because I was living in the ashram before that I, I for like. I don't know, oh, seven, seven years. years. Like I hadn't really, yeah. um, I hadn't had any relationship with anybody, <laughs> you know? And so I knew that these feelings were like really strong and pure and true, you know? Yeah. And um, so I kind of told her mom um, 
And I said, you know, I really like your daughter, you know. <laughs> over a game <laughs> over of backgammon. Over a game of backgammon. We were playing backgammon. And her mom was so sweet. Her mom wasn't like, you know, oh, you should go for it, all this, you know, whatever. She was just like, oh, well, that's nice. And you should, you know, if you feel open, you should tell her, you know, like it was very, very sweet. Um, but I didn't tell her that weekend. I was too nervous and shy and scared. But um, what happened was because is this too long of a story? Yeah, I know. I was going to say we're like going no, in. Like, keep going. Keep going. I'm at the edge of my seat. Don't stop. We're almost done. We're almost done. I don't care. Keep up. Go as long as you want. We've never told this story on like, like yeah. yeah. This so, is the exclusive. This is the exclusive. Yeah. So, um, so honored. So I was so sick. Uh, when I came to Vermont, my tummy was really bad and all this stuff. And um, when I left Vermont, a little time went by. Again, nothing happened. Um, and we were touring again in the Northeast. And her mom and Emery came to a show in New York City. And I was really not doing well at that point. I was just very sick. I was very tired from touring and... Um, they came backstage and they said, Emery's mom said, you know, you should go see this doctor that Emery saw when she was very sick from India that pretty much saved her life. And he was in New York city. And I said, Oh, well, how am I going to do that? You know, it's not, you know, we're on tour and I have to, and she said, well, after your tour, you should just stay at our house and you can go into the city and, and see him. So I was, I was like, wow, okay, like that's a possibility, you know. So I ended up, we had like a few more dates, like two or three more dates. And um, when the tour was over, I went to their home outside of New York City and stayed with them. And I was only supposed to stay for like two or three days, you know. <laughs> And uh, we went and saw the doctor and I, it turns out that I had some like stomach bugs from India and he treated me. Mm -hmm. um, and then I was supposed to leave, but I ended up changing my plane ticket like two, twice, twice <laughs> oh my and, God. and stayed at their home for like a week and a half. Yeah. And that's wow. when, that's when, you know, we were like falling in, fallen love. in love, I guess. Um, yeah. And it all happened very quickly, you know, like that was that, was in, the that was in the beginning of the summer and we we just kept in touch um, and saw each other when we could that year. And then like that winter, we went back. She took me to Nepal and um, from Nepal, we went to India and I proposed at the ashram. So it's pretty fast. We kind of skipped the wow. whole dating thing and everything like that. <laughs> of course, you're get, well. You guys are far from the typical relationship, which is why, yeah. of yeah, course, it wouldn't happen normally. Yeah, yeah. And we found out after the whole thing oh, that yeah. we Jeez. were born in the same hospital, and our no. grandparents knew each other. Yeah, our grandparents what? were like friends. Yeah, just so weird. We were. How did you find this out? It was, it, it kept happening and we were, we told our family, like, let's stop looking into this because I don't want to find out that like, we're like cousins or like brother and sister or something, you know? But Every, our families our families had like, Connecticut roots. Yeah, they had like Connecticut roots. Like my family <laughs> is from Connecticut pretty much. And oh um, 
they just yeah they knew each other and we were both born in Greenwich it was pretty weird yeah it's trippy it's trippy but at the same time it's like are you really surprised yeah are you really I know it's it's pretty nuts I so called this story in I wanted to hear (laughs) (laughs) something